All right. Welcome to the Junkyard Love Podcast. Thanks for that lovely intro, Shaylee Morris. Oh, you're welcome. We're here in your parents' home with Beth Morris. <laughs> she looks uncomfortable. The Christmas Queen. The Christmas Ooh. Queen. Oh, she just deems herself Ooh. right at the beginning. The Christmas Queen. All right, we got the Christmas Queen with us today. Or Mrs. And Claus. Yeah, Mrs. Claus. More like the ice queen. Don't let Rick, Rick hear about that because he might be a little jealous of Mr. Claus. <laughs> Um, so we are at your parents' house, babe. Um, we're gonna stay the night here and wake up in the morning and enjoy some Christmas as some grown-ass adults. Um, and tonight, what we've been doing is just kind of hanging out for a few and having a couple shots of vodka. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really plan this out too much, but I'm thinking that we just talk about Christmas generally, okay. Christmas and the Christmas spirit and holidays. So. I didn't grow up in a super, I didn't love Christmas. Like, I always just tried to avoid it. It was just always uncomfortable for me. Um, But, like, you guys both just weaseled your way and just, like, wouldn't let me say no. And and now I like Christmas, and I'm wearing my Christmas pants and my Christmas hat right now. So it took took 10 years, but I like Christmas now. So good job. You win. Um, Beth, you are the absolute the Christmas queen. Why do I you agree. Why, why, why do you like Christmas so much? Like if you had if someone on the street is like, why do you even like Christmas? What would you say to him? Um, there's just a lot of reasons uh, I like it. Uh, I love everything about it. I love the music, the lights, the decorations, the just the feeling that mm. kind of surrounds the whole idea of Christmas, and it. And it's the way that people are a little bit different at this time of the year. They are the holiday spirit. Yeah, they have the holiday spirit. They have, you know, the parties and the family time and just having everybody together. And, you know, for me, I grew up going to church all my life. So... Mm my first memories of Christmas weren't just about Santa Claus and Christmas trees and presents and and that it was it was the birth of Jesus mm-hmm. and just always being around that environment and being in church. I went to a private school that was a Christian school and so it was always part of my life. It was always something that I believe in and I still believe in and so just the meaning of that whole Mm -hmm. idea of Christmas it kind of just you know all goes together hand in hand the and I know it's like cliche to say the spirit of giving and that kind of thing but it truly that's Mm -hmm. truly what I feel like you know especially this time of year unfortunately with that comes the thought that I hate that it's it's so much that way at this time of year but the rest of the year it's not right and you know and that's the part that you know I wish that we could all be more yeah more like we are around Christmas on Christmas day yeah if, it could, just, if it could just last all the time exactly I went to um I literally went to McDonald's today actually in the drive-thru 
And I saw, as I was coming in, I saw, like, there was, like, almost this, like, weird car, sort of. Like, this guy got in this guy's way, and they're yelling at each other. And I was like, oh, man, like, it's Christmas Eve. Like, I'm sure neither one of them really wants to be doing that. And then, like, I go through the drive-thru, and just my two interactions with the guy talking back to me, and then the, the next guy, or, or the next girl as I was about to leave, like, you just have longer conversations, it seems like. It's right. like, oh, oh, happy holiday. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you're working late on Christmas Eve. And mm-hmm. it just kind of opens up more. It's like, it's almost like... You can say anything about the holidays or Christmas spirit or Christmas to anybody around this time, and they'll instantly respond with something happy. Like any other time of the year, if you said out of nowhere, if you just said something joyful, they'd be like, "You're weird. That's that makes me uncomfortable." Mm-hmm. So, um, also, ladies and gentlemen, if you are hearing the pitter pattering, Shaylee has um, ADHD because of it because she just keeps watching it. The pitter pattering is Sir Hot Dog Boston. He's Man. just a little mini pig. He's the family so doggo. cute. He's so cute and chubby, and he's so old. And literally, he's just walking around in circles on the hardwood floor as we're trying to do this and be quiet. Mm-hmm. And he just is nonstop walking. So that's what you hear in the he's background. He's just waddling. He's sharking. Yeah, he's, he's looking sharking. for food. He's sharking for food because that's his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he maybe he needs. A, can dogs drink? Can they? They don't drink alcohol. Well, they? they're not supposed to, but okay. they have gotten okay. into it. Not our dogs, but I know of somebody's dog who got into some wine. They they set it down on their coffee table and had to run away for something. And then it was a little corgi, and it lapped up oh, all man. the wine. And a drunk corgi she, seems adorable. Yes, bad, but a adorable. little low rider just like scooting around. She was just kind of like all over the place, couldn't walk straight. And I'm sorry that. It sounds so funny to me. Like, I love dogs, and I would never want to put them in danger, but, okay, that was an accident, and that sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's, that's definitely a, a happy accident. That brings joy, say. yes. Speaking of bringing joy, Shaylee, obviously there was a lot of joy around you growing up with, with your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, it, it took me a while out of my heart and shell, I guess, but I definitely love Christmas now. I mean, I feel like your mom's a huge part of it. Growing up with that, like, you, Christmas was always a huge deal to you guys in your in your family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't ever remember a bad Christmas. I mean, we always woke up and we had gifts from Santa and gifts that we wanted and things like that. And my parents always made sure, you know, we got those things, but... It wasn't only about that. It wasn't only about the presents. Like my mom was saying, it was about like just being kind and caring and um, trying to go out of your way to help others. And every year, um, I mean, for so long that I can remember my parents have, um, you know, like kind of adopted a family and helped them out. So they always like try to go out of their way and find somebody to buy presents for that. Maybe they can't afford it for their kids or whatever. And I just think that that's a really awesome thing to do. And it, they're in a position where they can. And I, I think that's amazing. And they should do that. And I don't know. They've instilled that in me to where I try to do those things too. And I try to go in with them. Or, you know, there's always like backpack drives and school starting and things like that. And, and I've even like extended that into that as a part of my life is just mm-hmm. really trying to do things for others and I completely agree with what she was saying I wish that it was more common to be this way all year round right. there was that song I showed you like a couple weeks ago was it Cardi B no it was actually Clay Aiken it was from his Christmas album which I is love so Clay good Aiken. I know everybody loves Clay Aiken well people will be like oh Clay Aiken but honestly he's he has a fantastic Christmas album he okay. should have won 
that year. Yeah, so it's he the was one, better than Ruben. It's the one that says like, um, shoot, how do the words go? Is I, it a Celine Dion song? No, no, no. It's um, basically he's saying like, you know, you Can feel. Can you just really try harder to search and sing it? For I can't. I'm sorry. I just worked the last two days. I'm tired. My brain's not functioning right. right um, tomorrow morning. Yeah. No. Basically, he's saying like the holiday spirits in the air and all these things but i wish that it wasn't just christmas it was yeah. all year mm. long oh, it is yeah. a, oh, oh, don't I save it, it all for christmas day that oh, is yeah, a celine dion song. oh okay okay oh, i didn't really? know that mm-hmm. yeah no i do like that i remember you said that yeah. to me yeah, that's yeah. Great. and every time i'm just like yes hmm. honey like that is what we should strive to do we should strive to always be good people like that and do things for others and have this like happy jolly feeling all the time because imagine the world that we could have well, if we were like that well what's the what's the difference with like what we have now i mean if, if you think about it it's kind of just the the receiving end is kind of what it is like you 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 know now if you if it's december 23rd and you say happy holidays or merry christmas to someone as you're leaving the store they're gonna say it back they're gonna say hey you too you know it's gonna be this kind of genuine like it sparks mm-hmm. that that quick christmas spirit you know mm-hmm. i mean the, the only other thing that changes it the rest of the year you know whether it's february or march and you're and you say the same thing obviously not merry christmas but if you say something positive you just kind of assume that like they're going to take it as weird or something, right? I think with me, like, I was in retail for so long and, and mm. you know, having my own stores and stuff. Always made a point of thanking people when I was done with them at the register or right. whatever. Or where they were walking out. Or um, even my staff. I always, always, and they could tell you this, when they would be leaving the end of their shift, I would always tell them thank you mm-hmm. for for all you did today. Uh, even now with where I work, and I'm always, when people leave the business, I'm always saying have a nice day or have a good evening, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And it's more than just like the things that you right. say. It's like, hey, like I really like right. stop you for a second. I mean it. Just right. So you know, you know. And honestly, right now, like where I do work, I'm the last person that they see when they walk out the door. Right. So because I'm the first person they see when they walk in the door. And I, you know, I always make sure I dress people and make them, you know, know that I'm, you know, aware that they're there and I want to just greet them and you see them as human right, and, right. and you mean what you say right I mean that's the thing is like Shane and I talked uh, before I think in, in one of our podcasts that about just like the a lot of like younger retail workers don't have as much I guess drive like they're just not not as into it as we remember ourselves being um, not as passionate about about their jobs just as as retail workers um, and I think that that going the extra mile and like being genuine and like kind of snapping people out of their like, hello, sir, how are you today? That right. sort of thing. And being like, hey, man, like, I really do hope you have a great Christmas. Right. You know, it's, I mean, because there is a difference which it's not so much about the words as it is about, you know, the emotion. The If you, if you can make eye contact, you mm-hmm. know, and just tell them like, hey. And, mm-hmm. and, and so, I mean, you, you're always doing that. You guys are always giving. Um, I remember that homeless guy. We should share that homeless guy story. Uh, the, the one where you got... Um, you had shared oh the one uh, with the two dogs with the dogs yeah yeah Yeah. we should share that I mean it's just a great story for you know yeah so where we used to live I lived right up the hill from Starbucks on Minor Road and I would see this guy every morning when I'd go through to get my coffee and he always had his dogs with him and he had like a big pack like a military style pack 
And he always had them and they were laying on the pack and they were covered in a blanket. And whenever I'd see him, I'd talk to him and say hi to him. Well, one morning I happened to have some cash on me, so I gave it to him. And he was very thankful. Well, the next time I saw him, he ran up to me and made a point of telling me and showing me what he did with the money and he had bought things for his animals. And it really hit me because I thought, he has no money, mm-hmm. yet he used what he had for his babies. Right. And it just really struck me. And so I was on my social media, I was on Facebook, and I had posted a picture of the dogs, and, and I had kind of given a description of what, you know, was going on. This was a few years ago, and so it was when it was really, really a cold winter, and so... I was just really concerned because he was out and so were the dogs. And But it was obvious that he cared about his animals because he always had them covered up. So I made a post to my Facebook friends and I said, hey, if any of you guys want to help me, I'd love to gather some stuff for him so that we could, you know, help him out. My Facebook blew up. Mm-hmm. There were so many of my friends that helped, yeah. donated boots and socks and sweaters and jackets and hats and and then um he was telling me that he would love to make it down to california because it was a lot warmer and it's easier for him and his dogs on the you know living on the streets he said i asked him why he lived on the streets and he says because most shelters won't let you take your animals and i'm not going to give up my animals Mm. and i know how that feels because i know how my animals you know what they mean to me people can relate with that so i can imagine I posted about it and a lady from Seaside saw my post in the Cowlitz County one and she drove here and she brought me one of those um, covered like um, it's one of those covered carriers that yeah, like, like pulls behind a bike pulls behind like a, a bicycle trailer. yeah and it's for kids to ride in but um, we got some some um, stuff and we put blankets in there and we just we got them all the stuff people gave me gift cards and gave me cash and there was a couple nights when it was like in the teens so with the money that i received i i rented him a room there at the motel six for a couple nights when it was just so cold and he was so thankful because he got to go in he got to take his pets inside he got to give them baths he got to shower and he was able to be inside and and you know and i just feel like i was even though we did so much for him i feel like it did so much for me because it made me realize how much i have how blessed i am right how hard my husband works, mm-hmm. how he takes care of me, takes care mm-hmm. of our family, and provides for us, and how blessed we are to have what we have. Right. And, and I you just, even have like a little bit extra right. to like be able to give to right. someone without just like, man, I wish I could right. give something, but I just don't have it or right. whatever. And I know there's that cynical view of homeless people. There are some that are out there, and you know, they are. Mm-hmm. unfortunately you know um bad people i mean it just happens but that's in, in, in anywhere you yeah, know i think going into them you know with the, the let's say holiday spirit like in, yeah. into the into the like i'm gonna assume that you're a good person first right. though like I, i'm gonna assume that like whatever's going on in your life man like you don't want to be out right. here so i'm gonna treat you like a human right. that's what i try to do is is something like 
uh, it's, it's kind of difficult sometimes, but I try to always just like try to look him in the eyes. Well, and I know exactly. It's a little, a silly yeah. little thing, but mm-hmm. it's like, hey, like I'm not, mm-hmm. you're not a piece of trash to me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have anything to give you, but right. I can give you my like attention right. as as a human. And you know, and to me, the fact that what he did with his money was for his babies mm-hmm. m- meant so much that I knew that he loved them, you know. And um, we were able to get him a little Kindle. And so he would go into Starbucks and he would get on their Wi-Fi and that's how he stayed in contact with his sister in Montana. He's on my Facebook and I check in on him once in a while and he did make it to California. So so he is down there where it's warmer and his name's Kirby. And his name's Kirby. Do you remember his dog's name at all? I don't, but they were so sweet and you know, and they they just it just was something that I'll never forget because yeah. not only was, did I get a lot from that, my friends, my circle, everybody right. just really just pitched in. Yeah. And with that being said, when I have things like that happen, I have so many friends that are so willing to help. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, um, there, there was a situation where um, a family needed some clothes for their son and i posted about it and i had so many friends mail me clothes Hmm. meet me and give me clothes i mean he got all kinds of new stuff you know and uh we just did the same thing like shaylee said we always find somehow find somebody that we can you know help with for their christmas and and make it better rick and i have everything we need and if we do want something, we're able to go buy it. Mm-hmm. So there's been many years that we just don't buy Christmas presents mm-hmm. for each other because we just would rather help somebody else right. and get gifts for kids because Christmas is that is what it's about, you know. Yeah. And kids, you know, deserve that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm glad that you guys do that, and I'm glad that it's been passed down to Shaylee, and she definitely has that 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 attitude and that Christmas spirit. You guys are really good gift givers. Um, I mean, in in the spirit of, of gift giving, that's something that like I'm sure everybody hears that. But like, you guys are really good gift givers. Like it's ridiculous. Like I feel like every year I just I cry a little bit. I'm like I didn't think you were gonna get me this, and you do. I feel like it's always so thoughtful. What do you th- from? It's kind of something that so it's so obvious to you guys when you go shopping, right? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, of course Jake would want that. Oh, there's something that Shaylee wants, or you mm-hmm. see it on Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, what's some gift giving advice? Like, try to think of. I mean, it's natural to you, but think about someone who it's not natural to. If they're like, I need to get something special for my mom, but whatever. I feel like it's always, you know, you you go with the dorky. Nobody wants like the heart necklace sort of mm-hmm. thing. You know, you want to get something that's more sentimental. I think for me, a big thing is is. I look for things that they would never buy themselves, mm. or it's things something they would want, they want spend money on, or something. Like but that. don't either don't have the money to buy it for themselves, mm. or are being practical and I'm not going to buy it because I don't need to bu- spend money, or mm. you know that kind of thing. So that's kind of a big thing right there, you know. So for things that yeah, that sure. somebody wants or needs, um, I remember one year that um i remember you used to rent your speakers and you had you needed speaker stands mm-hmm. and i got you speaker stands for christmas one year yep. and i know for a fact you had no clue that i was getting those for right. you well that was me networking with your friends to figure out what to get you <laughs> I, re- I remember uh uh 
Kelly had told one of you guys, like, DJs love yep. shit in bags. Yep. And, like, I remember, like, <laughs> exactly. I got those speaker stands in bags. He and told it was something me that. Small when yeah. I first started doing mobile DJing. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, it was so nice just ha- being able to carry them both with a handle. Yeah. It's just so epic. Yeah. It's just and so I perfect. still get emails from Guitar Center. So if you need something, let me know. I'll, I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> Is that all it takes? I think for me, I listen to people just all year round. Right. And I listen to people and, and like you'll tell me like, oh, I really want to get this and da, da, da. And it's just a random conversation we have. But, but I, I remember so that. Often, right. I yeah. like every day I just like, babe. I know. Here's a new You supplement. do want a lot of Here's stuff. Here's a new book. Yeah. You do want a lot of stuff. But I remember that. And then so I try to dig through those things and find the important things and find the things that I'm like, oh, I know they really want this but they haven't gotten it or whatever. Or I try to find things that are dear to them. So like I just got one of my Christmas gifts for somebody was one of my good friends. He loves his dog, loves his dog. I mean, just like I love my dogs. And I found somebody on Etsy who does custom portraits of their dogs and like puts all this like super cute, like succulents and flowers and stuff around it. And so I was able to, have that custom piece of artwork made of the dog and then I framed it and that's like the best gift that I could ever give because it was I felt like it was really thoughtful you know he never expected it and I just know how much he loves his dog so right. I know that that means something to him well, like, and he's never gonna buy himself that you know yeah like he would never would even think? think to get himself that yeah like so that. I just try to I just try to listen just like you don't even have to say what do you want for christmas just mm-hmm. listen to whatever somebody's telling you like in a random conversation like oh i want this like all the time you're like oh i, I really need to get this or oh, i need to get that and then i'm like oops save that for later mm-hmm. you know right so. yeah i mean something i do sometimes i even i i didn't feel the need to do it this year i guess but i uh something i've done before is i literally will write down in my notes section just because i'm kind of scatterbrained with things and i'll <laughs> i'll just write down on my notes like christmas gift idea <laughs> and then i'll write down like what, whatever it is that I came across. Mm-hmm. So you can even do that throughout the year. Yeah. Um, so growing up, what was Christmas like for you guys? Was it just like, did you wake her up at four o'clock in the morning or did she wake you up? No. So my mom will tell you this. My parents literally had to come wake us up. I, my brother. Still to this day. <laughs> they would sleep. They would literally sleep till 10 o'clock and we would have to get them up. <laughs> Both I, of her, no, my not kids. anymore, not anymore. No, no Zachary okay, and you anymore. were both that way. I know, but not anymore because now I'm like an old woman. So naturally, I wake up by like sleeping in like seven. So I'm awake now. But yeah, I don't think that's my mom. To you as a child, well, I know. Until 10. Oh, I know. Did you get a cup of black coffee when you're seven or what? My my parents would literally have to come wake us up, and it would be like big Santa presents and things like that. And I remember, I don't know why I always remember this one because it's. Just is so funny i think um they got us each oh santa got us each um it was like right when tvs were popping and they had i had a 13 inch tv with a built-in vcr in it and so we each had one so we (laughs) so we could put it in our room i watched the shit out of so many movies like bring it on no i watched bring it on did you study i watched um save the last dance I watched The New Guy. I loved that movie. Like, there was so that many. That is a ways. hilarious movie. It's so funny. <laughs> Wait, but didn't he break his penis? Yeah. <laughs> I think oh he broke. You, you yeah. let her watch. How did yeah. we go show? from Christmas to penis? 
Uh, because we were talking about the gift that I received. <laughs> Welcome so to the Christmas penis I, podcast. Yeah, I always... Stop it. I always remember just like coming out and just having like great gifts. And it was always a really warm time. And mm. we always had great things under the tree. And I remember there was this sack of... Um, it was a, a, a gift sack. And it and I'm really actually sad to this day that it's gone. Um, but it was Her a Barbie, Barbie bag. It was, yep, it was a Barbie dream house. And it was so cute because it had like little doors and windows that would open. And so I'd always try to like open the little window and see if I could see in. But like the t- she would put the tissue paper around it so I couldn't do that. But and, and I and I love that we had like the same sack. Like every year I got the same sack, you know. And so um, I'm actually really sad that I don't know where it's at. It, just it, it actually tore finally after oh, so many okay. years yeah. and trying to tape it up. and I never knew what happened to it. <laughs> it just went away. All my dreams were crushed. Yeah, I think if, you know, of all things to let go, that might be one of them. But <sighs> yeah. that's, that's up to you, I suppose. Um, when it comes to Santa Claus gifts, did you guys do Santa Claus gifts? Like, uh, like you know, these are, how does that go? So like. Is it typically like, oh, our, our most expensive gifts, those are from Santa? Or, like or the, how does that go? The thing they wanted the most mm-hmm. was the Santa gift. And then the rest pretty much were from mom and dad. Right. And then the stocking was from Santa. Still to and this still day. Still to this day. But ask Shaylee. Ask her what I say. When what? you... When you stop believing in Santa, you get underwear. And they still get it to this but day. But you know what? Even when I believed in Santa... I still got underwear and I'm happy with that because who doesn't want underwear as an adult? You know what I mean? Like it's one thing that okay, you don't but what have to if buy. You, what if you didn't know Santa existed and it was like some old dude snuck into your chimney. He gave you underwear. Just wear him. It's fine. Yeah, it is a little weird. It seems weird. It is a little weird, but it's mm-hmm. fine. I'll take him. I'll gladly take him. Um, what do you guys think? Like, uh, you know, the world of today. I mean, kids are so smart. Like kids are always smart, right? But mm-hmm. like they have so much information at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. Like they know how to work the phone so much. I mean, I, I imagine, I don't have children, I don't know, I imagine that the age of, like, really believing in Santa, like, you know, that magic that we can give children, you know, Easton as, as adults. Easton is the epitome of that child. He, he I've definitely believes in Santa still, yeah. I've honestly never seen a child believe in Santa, the spirit of Christmas, the awesome. everything, the elves, the North Pole. I have a little Santa mailbox here and he comes here and every time he comes here, he literally writes a note to Santa. He's got such and so imagination too. I have to check that after he leaves so that I can answer his questions and that way when he comes again he, and he checks it, Santa's checked it. And he, Wait, that's cool. What do you do? Like it's a- so, he, so he writes notes to Santa mm-hmm. like, um, can I help you make toys? What do your elves look like? Um, can I come to the North Pole? Uh, can I come pass out toys with you? And then he'll put like yes or no, and he'll have put a put a box, and you know, and he'll have <laughs> so a check. Cute. It's really cute. That's great. And he honestly, he uh, Shaylee believed in Santa for a while, and then she didn't, and I'll explain that later. But since when? Well, anyways, he's. Okay. He is just like he it, it's he was watching Christmas Chronicles with Papa last weekend and he turned to to Rick and he's like who are those kids where can i find them 
I want to find out how they trapped Santa in their house and how they videotaped him. He's and like trying to figure out how like to get Like he's to him. trying to figure it out. Does he know so what last, he's going to do when he catches him? Okay, well, last night we picked him up because he's in um, Scouts. And so uh, he goes to Scouts every Monday. And we picked him up and he told me, Grandma, I can't believe tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Mm. And I said, I know. Can you believe it? Santa's coming. He goes, but I'm staying up. And I said, you are? <laughs> and he goes, yep, because I'm going to catch him in one of my traps. Oh. And I said, really? Did he take traps? Yeah. Well, he makes traps. He's very a very creative child. Has he caught anything yet? Has he catched two fairies? He, he, he catches catch the leprechauns. The leprechauns. That's his big one. He tries okay. to catch the he, Grinch. He knows that the leprechauns have a pot of gold. Mm-hmm. So that's what he, he's a so smart kid. I actually take boxes and save boxes because he cuts them out and literally will make ladders to have them climb up in and then it fall seems in. Dangerous to use a cardboard box for a ladder, but but we're talking about a leprechaun. He's tiny. Okay, well, I, just, I don't know how big these <laughs> leprechauns are here. But anyways, he's just a very creative child, and his mind is very creative, mm-hmm. and so. I I'm on point all the time because I have to make sure that his letters are answered. Yeah, but the other night I went to pick him up because it was it was Dad's birthday and you hadn't answered his letters. So you oh my god, I was hauling ass to get over there. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go check the mailbox. And so (laughs) I had somebody watching out the window for Shaylee to pull up so that I could get. And he had four of them in there, and I had to to unfold them all and read them (laughs) in depth questions and like paragraphs. And I had to read them and then answer them. And what's the exact longitude and latitude of the North Pole? Right. And honestly, like he got in here, he said hi to my dad, he said hi to people, and he went straight to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. And then he got him out and he brought him over to my mom and he's like, what do they say? Because he can't quite read yet. Mm. And he um, he had her read him and he was like, oh, he was Ooh, so excited. Yeah. It was so cute. Does, yep. he tell, does he tell his little brother Jackson yet? or? Did- does Jackson's just yet? kind of in his own I mean, I know Jackson's world. just totally along for the ride. Like, Jackson yeah. could say anything to him, but cool. He's all, he's all pumped. But yeah. I'm just curious if he's passing that down yet. Um, I don't feel like Jackson is obsessed uh, with, with Christmas yet as Easton apart, is. Though. Yeah. yeah. So Easton will be eight in January and Jackson is four. Right. So. Um, do you remember Do you remember when it was for, for your kids, Zachary and, and Shaylee, when they like kind of let's say stopped believing about santa oh i know when shaylee stopped believing it It was in third grade this is a salty subject third grade third grade i mean i don't know how you are in third grade i didn't want to do the third grade so her teacher in third grade at north lake school oh don't shout him out jeez i won't say his name but i've known him for a long time because i went to kindergarten with him (laughs) well he was after that incident she snapped so her fingers all up and down the place. He told the classroom that Santa didn't exist. Mm. So an adult that these children look up to and respect, she comes home completely heartbroken because her teacher has told her Santa is not real. And I was livid because I feel like if you want your child to believe that, then that's your choice if you don't then that's also your choice but nobody has the right to tell them that especially when they're only in third grade right so i did take a trip to the school and i met with him and i was pretty much i was like i said livid and i said how dare you tell these children that santa doesn't exist i said 
that's their parents' job to explain that to them. If they don't want them to believe it, then that's their job. That is not your job. And I said, do you believe in God? And he said, well, yeah. And I said, have you ever seen him? And he said, no. And I said, well, then how do you know he exists? Well, because I believe that he does. And I said, so okay. So let a kid have that. Jeez, so I yeah. said, it's no different. Yeah. It's no different. Like if yeah. they want to believe it and they've never seen him, it's okay. Yeah. So what age? So, okay. So let's say, for example, if we have any listeners that happen to be their kids, they're getting maybe like 10, 11, 12. I'm not sure what the age is to where, you know. I think that's kind of more like, of the age that kids stop believing. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm saying so yeah. once they get to that age, like if they're like, I don't know how to deal with this, my kid, I don't want them to think I'm a liar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I always, I, I didn't experience this. Like my, it was different for me. I, I don't know. Like, like, so how would you, if it wasn't unfolded in the way that it was for Shay, how do you think you would have like had that convo? I mean, I mean, for me still, like, obviously, you know, I'm in, you know, I, I know, but it's the thought of believing in that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a sign that's hanging right above my door here in this house. We believe. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we believe because it's the thought of that. Life's way better with that. Right. It's like, it's the thought with Christ and Christmas. It's the thought with Santa and, you know, what is, I don't consider it, I guess for me, I never considered it lying to my children. I mean, it's, it's giving them wonder that they didn't have. Right. That's, I mean, and and Shaylee was a very creative child, too, just like Easton. I mean, obviously, she went on to be, you know... A, a total a, brat. No, a, a very, very talented dancer. And so she had that, that, you know, creativity in her. So, like with Easton, he just has that, and I'm just gonna feed that. I'm not, right. you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna squash it and deprive him of that. When he finally comes to the point where he doesn't believe, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be like, and that's fine if you don't want to believe, but other kids do, and I do. And even last night, I told him that I said, "Well, Grandma believes," mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. I mean, that's what's great for him to hear, right. too, is like, he's like, okay, I think grandma's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. uh, that's cool. I'm gonna yeah. Believe, you, know? you know, so I mean, that's, you, you can do a lot for a kid by just like, just kind of believing in what they believe in. Mm-hmm. Like, they, even outside of the big explanation, just tell them like, that's cool. I think so, too. Yeah. Because you know, I don't think we ever really had the talk about how Santa wasn't real yeah. or the Easter bunny or the tooth fairy. or I think it's just something that kind of evolves. Are you saying that? Those are also. She's squashing everybody's dreams. This is fucking devastating. <laughs> Literally, this is the most depressing episode. But ever. I just think it was something that just kind of evolved, mm-hmm. and it just happened over time. Yeah, and it does. And it's like in the movie where they say, "Well, adults just once they get older, they just seem to forget." Right. But I like the idea you don't of I don't forget. I like the idea of, like you said, the wonder 
and yeah. the excitement. That's what the Christmas and, spirit is. Yeah. yeah, you know. I mean, you definitely remind all your friends around you about that too. <laughs> I, I feel like it's kind of funny because, like, obviously in a joking sense, you're you're the crazy Christmas lady, right? But I feel like that's a cool crazy Christmas lady position to be. That's right. That's a cool like. I don't care if I'm I'm ready for Christmas. I'm I'm ready to sp- to spend holiday joy and right. and make my friends happy. Um, do you? Christmas movies. I think that my favorite Christmas movie, although Office Christmas Party is Which I so actually started watching hilarious. today and was freaking hilarious. Oh, Dude, it's so, so good. good. Office mm-hmm. is Wait so underrated. I gotta it's watch. So I gotta watch. Um, I got to the part where they're at the party and I gotta watch the rest. Were they of at the party? The, <laughs> the, it's called Office Christmas Party, so that's a pretty big part, I'd say. Um, my, I think my favorite, I, got, I think that my favorite has grown into the Seth Rogen movie The Night Before. With um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, Anthony Mackie, I think is his name. It's just like so great. Like it's just like about like Christmas and friendship as you get older. I think it's so great. Um, I think Office Christmas Party is your adult favorite, babe. But what do you think? What's your outside of that? What's your go-to Christmas movie? All-time favorite. It's either it's a toss-up. It's either the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the one with um, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Or um, Elf, obviously that's a staple. Definitely. Watched that last night. Yeah, um, yeah, but I think those are probably like my favorite, like just Christmas movies. But yeah, as an adult one, I love Office Christmas Party and um, National Lampoon's. National Lampoon's is just hilarious. So funny. Um, I love that movie because yeah. it's just. So Everything. relatable. Is yeah. The, is that the you'll shoot your eye out one? No, no, no. That's Christmas Story. So oh. I was watching uh, National Lampoons with Chevy Chase, where all his family comes to visit for Christmas, and his I mean, cousin Eddie. With the motorhome. I think I know home. it exists. And he's got the motorhome, and oh he's out gosh, draining his motorhome yeah. bathroom. Into oh, I feel like I remember that. Into the sewage system. And it's like, shitter's full. Right. Yeah, you know what's funny is like, even if you haven't seen these movies, you've seen so many like clips and stuff. Right. Collectively. Right. I text Shaylee while I was watching that. Yeah. And you told her the shitter was full? No, I said. This, she goes, he, Cousin Eddie reminds me of your uncle. And I was like, literally. He actually does. <laughs> totally my uncle dean he's gonna listen to this podcast and be like what in tarnation you talking about oh right he'll never ever listen to a podcast probably in he life. literally does though like just <laughs> she the out there you know he's just it's crazy i mean they grew up in a very different world yeah. yeah so but i think that um what's your favorite christmas movie would you say if you had to pick one if you had christmas to shoes Christmas shoes. Wait, what's is... Christmas shoes? I don't know that one. Oh boy, <gasps> is it old? No, kind of. It's... it's not old, old, but it's older. Yeah, there's a song called "The Christmas Shoes," and it that was made for the movie. And what it is is this um, family, mom and dad and son, and mom gets sick right before Christmas, uh, like in the fall, and she has congenitive heart failure basically, and she needs a transplant, and um they're really struggling and uh the little boy starts collecting cans so he can raise money because he heard overheard his mom talking about when she was little she used to wear these shoes and she would just dance all the time and they just made her feel beautiful Mm -hmm. and and you know and and so he starts collecting cans so he can raise the money so he can buy her some christmas shoes well it goes on to be you know so my mom will look beautiful if she meets Jesus tonight. Mm. 
And so he ends up raising the money, what what he thought he needed. Christmas Eve, he runs to town and he goes to the store. He gets, you know, it's five minutes to six and the store is closing and he finally finds the shoes and he's like $5 short. And he starts crying and he's like, I have to get these shoes for my mom. She's been really sick and I have to have them so she can have them. Well, another part of the movie is a, a, a grown man who's too worried about buying the nice house and and the, the how it looks about him as an, an attorney. Anyways, and this grown man is standing behind him and the little boy turns around and he's just like crying he's like my mom's been really sick and she needs these shoes in case she meets jesus tonight Mm -hmm. and when he says that to this guy it just hits him that that's what christmas is all about it's making me teary right now because Mm -hmm. it's such a good song Mm -hmm. and such a good movie Mm -hmm. yeah and it's and and you know and he's it it hit him like a ton of bricks and he the, the guy's the guy standing there and he's like here and he gives the kid the money and the kid runs home and puts the shoes on his mom well she does end up dying that night you know but she got to go to heaven wearing these mm-hmm. beautiful shoes, the shoes and yeah. she got to meet Jesus with these beautiful shoes on cool, yeah. and it's just and the, the way these people intertwine in the movie and you know because at the beginning of the movie this, this guy's at her grave and then this older man that's in the movie comes to visit his mom well what you don't know in the beginning is that the older man is the man that paid for the shoes and the kid visiting the other grave is the little kid grown up Uh. and as they're talking and then the kid walks away he notices the baseball cap that um, the kid's wearing and it used to be his because the adult man's mom gave it to him because they were neighbors and it's just the whole oh, cool. yeah, the way circle. the whole movie just intertwines yeah, that's a cool way to do a movie too you know so as far as christmas movies as far as like that comes away with a meaning that's probably my favorite mm-hmm. favorite funny movie is christmas vacation over over buddy or over elf yeah yeah i love elf because and Skyler, Skyler, if you listen to this, he calls me. He says, "That's totally you. You're like you're like the female version of Buddy the Elf. Like everything <laughs> you do around Christmas time is is just like that." Anyways, um, I love Elf, but I just I don't know. Christmas Vacation has been around forever, and mm-hmm. I've watched it forever, and it's one that I watch every year. And I watch Elf every year, but I don't know, just some of the stuff. It's just the family stuff in Christmas Vacation that's hilarious. Yeah, it's relatable. It's totally relatable. We all have these crazy ass families, and right? These weird things that happen, and like, right? You know, it's just relatable. And then there's one Did more. Did you just movie. look at your mom and say, "We all have these crazy ass families"? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, "I agree." Crazy. And there's one more movie that I just love, and it's called Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey. No, oh God! What? It's called Nestor the what? Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey. So when I was little, the Christmas movies were like the Santa Claus, Red no- Red Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but it was all all the puppet style movies. I don't know oh, if you know yeah, them, yeah, yeah. where it was like more puppet. It was almost like this stop what? 
action or yeah. whatever, where they like they weren't cartoons. Move. They were they like actually had to move <clears throat> the little puppets. Yeah, and, and people my age, fifty and older, <laughs> will know what I'm talking about. But that one is the one that um, I actually sat with Easton the other day and we watched it. How do you feel about it? Um, it's also. So the premise of that movie is Nestor has very long years and he's never accepted by anybody. Nobody in the barn wants to play with him. They all laugh at him and joke. The Roman soldiers come to get donkeys and he gets thrown out in the cold because his ears are long and and Mm -hmm. his mom goes to find him and there's a storm out. Well, his mom covers him and she lays on him so that she can keep him warm well in the morning his mom has died because you know she protected him and saved him and so now he's alone well he ends up meeting up with this little cherub and she tells him that he needs to use his ears and listen Mm. he will hear and and the og rudolph (laughs) yeah before rudolph Mm -hmm. so use your ears and listen, and it'll guide you where you need to go. So he ends up going and, you know, traveling and doing all this. He ends up at another place. And then Mary and Joseph come to the barn, and they need a donkey to carry Mary to Bethlehem. Well, um, she, he, the, the guy at the stable says, I only have these, and, and this one with the long ears is worthless, and... And um, she she picks Nestor because she says his eyes, he had very kind eyes. Mm. And she picks him. Well, Nestor ends up carrying Mary to Bethlehem and there's a terrible sandstorm and he wraps his ears around Mary and protects her and saves her just like his mother saved him. Mm. And he takes her to the stable and Jesus is born and then after that, Nestor became famous. Everybody loved him. They wanted to play with him. And they accepted him because of what he had done. Mm. So that that right there, that's another another story that... I haven't seen that. I don't even think I've heard of that one. It's so good. It's, it's an old one. It's fun. I mean, do you, and I'll is, tell is it you, pretty much before Rudolph? Like, it's kind of like what Rudolph was written off of, right? I'm sure. Well, yeah, because it says in the beginning... You've heard the story of Santa Claus and you Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, oh, okay. but but right. you haven't ever heard this story, mm. and so they oh yeah, like an ancestor of Nestor tells the story basically. So it's probably from the sixties or seventies. I don't know what year it was it was made, but I sat and watched it with Easton last weekend, and and he liked it too. And mm, good, you That's know, cool that you still so show him with old movies, and yeah, stuff, you know, and he likes it, and he has all that wonder still. Um, okay, so I like to go into zombie apocalypse places. So oh, if there was God. a zombie apocalypse, but it's three—it's been three months. The zombie apocalypse—it's been around. We're not in danger, but we're like everything's crazy. We don't have internet. We don't have electricity. We're still living, but we're like, hey, look, look at the calendar. It's December twenty-fourth, December twenty-fifth. What would you two do to make the Christmas spirit happen in the midst of a zombie apocalypse? What would you do? I mean, I think we would just try to gather like a feast of some sort. Like if we could. Like just sacrifice try. some animals and stuff? or uh, I mean, I don't know. Or break into like Walmart or something. And oh, just yeah, And like just try and find a feast. Because like you don't need presents. You don't need this. Like 
but I don't know, like a feast, just having everyone together mm. for like a good meal. Everybody can just yeah. be happy and talking and laughing and things like that. I don't know. I think that that's probably what that we would perfect. try to do. Yeah. What do you think, Beth? I think we'd have to go over to Jerry's house. Dude, oh, we yeah. would definitely go to Jerry's house. Wait, let's talk about Jerry. Okay, I think I feel like I would definitely go to Jerry's house. We, we, don't don't let anybody on the podcast know where she up. lives. But if you, if you need us when there's zombies around, we're gonna be at Jerry's. We're gonna be a little tips tips. Yeah, uh, a little. Yeah. All right. At least if we're dying, we're dying like drunk and happy. Yes. Right. What? All right, Beth. Why would you go to Jerry's if there was a zombie? Jerry is the perfect hostess. She is. She takes care she of everybody. She's a great cook. She's got tons of booze. She is a wine and spirits rep. So Mm -hmm. we would go there because we'd be taken care of. And I feel like they'd have like the, I think they'd be the friends that would secretly have like the, we're ready for this too, guys. Then like hit a switch or something underneath the recliner. And it's like flips and Dwayne's like got machine guns and shit. I could totally picture them. And like a stash of like food. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I think so. I think that we would have to definitely like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people do get a little caught up in the materialism. Mm -hmm. I mean, we live in a materialistic economy. Um, Like now it's, it's, cheaper than ever to get whatever you want you mm-hmm. know it's mm-hmm. obviously a lot of money but i think that it would be it, it's interesting to think about for me to like you know if we didn't have all this i always like to think of like what if we didn't have instagram what if we didn't have facebook and social mm-hmm. media it's like what if it all just mm-hmm. shut down like we would just be in this like place where we're just looking around like what the heck are we mm-hmm. you know what are we doing what mm-hmm. are we what are we aiming at whatever and and it's i i think that things like christmas and and I think that they would stick around, you know, like if, well, if all this like, you know, whatever, some cool, cool world where not cool world, some not cool world where zombie apocalypse, the government shuts down, like there's some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I think that like when the December 24th, December 25th came around, like the Western world, I think that we would like whatever's happening we would like look at each other differently. Like mm-hmm. if, if you're normally afraid of your neighbors because they might like eat your brains or whatever, right. you might be like, <laughs> oh hey God. man, it's the 24th. Are we cool today? Can we wait till... See, and that's the, the part that sucks. Why can't it be like that all the time? Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be. I mean, it, it can, it can be, be like for that. you and for me and for right. Shaylee, but not everybody feels that way. Well, I mean, so, so what I do, I mean, I try to like outwardly when I can, when I have a little bit of extra strength is I try to like, I mean, I guess not not on purpose, and it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm trying to have the holiday spirit last, but I try to outwardly be cheerful and mm-hmm. joyful, and I mm-hmm. try to, to go out of my way, like I said, to like look people in the eyes mm-hmm. and, and whatever, and, and that's kind of the only difference if you think about it. It's just each of us individually deciding like, hey, right. you know, there's nobody with a gun to our heads saying, you need to be cheerful as shit right. this December, you need to be happy. I mean, it, more often than not around here, it's like there's people with with like seasonal depression and stuff mm-hmm. more sad but it mm-hmm. still happens so i think that a lot of people can we, we could keep the holiday spirit going along just by just by being friendly to i everybody. always say merry christmas i mean even if it's july well no no maybe okay. a little after halloween as soon as <laughs> like okay so everybody was on me about putting my trees up trees plural i have three in my house mm-hmm I have a live one in my living room. Mm -hmm. I have a black tree, which is actually so cool. It's got a big green bow on it, and it's got bright bulbs, and it's got all the boys' ornaments because I get them a Christmas ornament every year. 
which is a tradition. You have like 17 trees pretty soon. I mean. No, it's a tradition. My grandma always got us an ornament. My mom got my kids an ornament. I got... Do you get them an ornament like a, like what they're into that year? Sort kind of, yeah. Or something that I... Yeah. So Easton's super Harry Potter has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. I got him a Harry Potter ornament this year too. So, so anyways, but then I have the black tree, which in my defense... I was given by Jerry because she knows how I like Christmas. I decorated it for Halloween and then I undecorated it after Halloween and decorated it for Christmas. Then I have my really pretty skinny tree with the champagne and pink and gold on it in the family room. And it's a good thing I have more than one tree because there is so many gifts under the tree right now because... All of yours are here. All of my mothers are here. It looks all like of you ours. went a little crazy this year. No, I th- the no? three okay. presents. Well, for you guys, there might be a couple more because I really try and because you particularly like us more than the rest of, of no. But the boys family. get so much stuff. They've got they get it from my mom, my you know from us, from you guys, from Rick's mom, Rick's grandma. You know, and then their other side of the family. So yeah, they got it going on. Got it, you know, yeah. they get so much. So I believe I only got them four presents this year, and one's a pair of pajamas. So that doesn't really count. But that totally counts. <laughs> but for you guys, I really try and keep it around. Try and keep it around the same amount of money and an amount of gifts, if possible. Right. Yeah. That's, so that's something that, like, as you get older, it's like. We always communicate like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't go overwhelmed. But mm-hmm. I, I definitely always appreciate the gifts. That's something that like I think a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of conversations that as you get to a certain age and you get older, like those aren't those are conversations that are fine to have. Like, yeah, it's like you know we did a couple years ago. We did Disneyland. And mm-hmm. we're like hey, we're not going to do gifts this year. That's totally fine. You know you don't have to spend a bunch of money. But we all did Disneyland, and that was super fun too. That's something that I definitely recommend any listeners. Like if you if you want to spice it up with your family, like maybe maybe do a trip, maybe do a. You know, instead of doing materialistic gifts, maybe do concert tickets, something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, the Disneyland trip was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the snow, the snow oh, yeah. they blow on oh, Main the, Street, it too. smells just like gingerbread. Yeah. So or they, when so you're riding through the Haunted Mansion and it's all decorated uh, yeah. for Christmas so and there's a smell everything. of gingerbread. It's just, it. it I'm so about Disneyland is immersive. so magical. And then at Christmas, it's like, a hundred times more magical. I agree. And I loved taking the boys. I want to take them again now that they're a little older. Jackson was two, so he doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. But Easton definitely remembers. Oh, he definitely and remembers. I I want to take them again now that they're a little older. Well, now wait, is Star Wars open now too? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Star Wars is open. And, and the movie... The movie was great. The movie was great. I still need to go see The it. Rise of Skywalker. It definitely um, intertwined the beginning of Star Wars with the Ooh. end, which made it really good. The nostalgia of it all. Great. And for someone that came from the... Galaxy far, gener- far yeah. <laughs> the generation when Star Wars started. Yeah. It's definitely a movie that... Um, there's a lot of nostalgia in it. Like yeah. you remember, oh yeah, you know, from the beginning and it it definitely tied it all together. And I'm glad it, and it sounds crazy, but it was emotional. Oh, definitely. It, I, like I do, the I last movie, the last Star Wars movie 
totally sucked and my husband hated it and he can barely watch it. <laughs> oh, God. Like when he watches it, he has to fast forward through parts because he can't handle it. But this one he actually approved. Space for no fucking reason. <laughs> this one he actually approved of. But there was just so much emotion in it because of that nostalgia mm-hmm. factor in the movie. Yeah, I, I think it's really cool that they also, they've been doing the, like, we're going to release one every year around the holidays. Right. Because it's, if you really think about, like, you know, our culture, like the Western culture, Star Wars is a huge staple, like one of the biggest staples of our culture. And it's cool that, like, you know, I, we can say in our lifetime that, like, every year around the holidays, they have, like, a new Star Wars movie. Right. That's, like, what every, like, in America, that's just what you do, you know? I don't, mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't know how it is in other places. But yeah, so uh, Star Wars is open at Disneyland, what? so we definitely have to go to that. But I think Shaylee and I already decided we're going to Disney World in 2021. She's never been to Disney World, which is weird. I, I've Disney never World been. Is, you've never been to Disney World? No. Wait, Disney World is so dope. Wait, I was just going to say how you were just talking about Star Wars at Christmas time. Next year is Avatar 2. Avatar 2. I think they changed the date on that. James no. Cameron, they changed no, 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 the No, they changed it date. like 40 times. It is coming out next year because they're alternating it with certain movies. And they've changed it like 40 times already. It's coming out next year. Well, I mean, they're so ahead that they're like, their technology and stuff, They're they're always like... We, we didn't James Cameron have that movie like written before we have the technology mm-hmm. he's like I'm ready for it as soon mm-hmm. as the technology catches up well and it was the same way with Star Wars right like it I was... hope that I'm I'm someday at that level of just hot shit where I'm like yeah you guys can read this in a couple of years when you understand it <laughs> <laughs> you just call it um, well so both of you we are getting kind of up here I do want to wrap it up because we do have to uh, unwrap it up in the morning <laughs> yeet uh, oh, Merry Christmas my um, god so I just want to let you both know that I appreciate you both very much that you have made Christmas something so much enjoyable to me you both definitely have a huge part in that um I, I feel love like the holidays. I, I, I love you I'm both. Sorry, I don't I appreciate mean to you both. Interrupt. I feel like no, with you, and I've always said this with you, you you are such a big part of our family, and you have been for nine years now. That there's no asking you to come. It's you're assumed. It's assumed you're just gonna be here. You know. Well, yeah. At this point, Shannon and I are pretty stickies. Right. But I mean, I just feel like the first couple of years you were like, well, I don't. And I was like, of course you're coming. Why wouldn't you? Like, I'm just assuming you're coming. Well, you I mean, know? holidays were very uncomfortable and I, I didn't like holidays. I mean, pretty much. I mean, it's pretty much since the day I turned nine. It was no holidays that I enjoyed. Like, it was just stress and pain. And I just mm-hmm. didn't like holidays. And so you, you have that. It's funny because it's like, as I learn more about just how our brains work and how I work, it's like, you just kind of like trained. It's like the time of year comes around and you don't even like really think about what you're doing or what you're thinking about. You're just like, yeah, it's a holiday. Like you're mm-hmm. kind of just accidentally a Grinch and you, you take that as your personality and you think that's okay. But you don't really look at like, like, you know, now I can look back and be like, hey, you know, like it, I didn't like holidays because I had pain when I was younger mm-hmm. around holidays, but like. I don't have to have that pain for the rest of my life. I right. can love holidays. There's so many people who are smiling around me. Like, why not try to be like them? They, they know something I don't. It must be. So so I definitely, you guys definitely help me with that. And I going forward, our family, I definitely want to yeah, add more into the holidays, all of us. I and, guess for me, it's hard to understand how people don't like Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was always really good in my... Drink warm Coors Light and 
in cold spaghettios <laughs> and sit by yourself every night. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I never experienced that. Right. I always had such great Christmases. Christmas Eve was mm-hmm. always out at my grandma's and there was just so many people and we all got to unwrap presents and, you know, and and just time with cousins and things like that. Right. So for me, everything good, Christmas is everything good, all wrapped up in one, you know, right. one season. And that's why I love Christmas so much because not everybody celebrates the same way, but for me... Christmas isn't just one day. Christmas is a whole season. Yeah. And that's why I get so excited. That's why I like to decorate. And this year, especially, you know, Thanksgiving fell the fourth week of November. So there was like six days less between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. Devastating. But think about it. Look at how fast it came from Thanksgiving. And we're already here tomorrow. It always seems like Thanksgiving is combined with with Christmas. So, yeah. So that's why, I mean, I just like, I just always have had great memories of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to make sure that my kids did. And my grandkids. And and seeing it through kids' eyes is a whole different experience. And then when you're, then your kids grow up and then you get grandkids and you Mm -hmm. get to do it all over again. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important. I think it's important for, you know, a lot of you know, my, my age group, like listening. So the people who listen to my podcast, it's a lot Mm -hmm. of my similar age group, Mm -hmm. you know, under the age of 30. Um, and I think that a lot of us are kind of coming up to, it's like, okay, we we do these things that our parents did. And then now we're kind of like, I don't know why we do them. Cause we, you know, we, we do have different beliefs Mm -hmm. and we're, we're trying Mm -hmm. to figure that out on our own and Mm -hmm. trying to find our own answers. And I think that, that, the the important part is like you don't always have to have like the answers you don't always have to believe the same things mm-hmm. to to feel it you know mm-hmm. like it's it's as simple as like um you know just letting your guard down and in, in, in quote unquote feeling the holiday spirit and just being as cheerful as you can right and, and spreading that joy and making sure you spend time with your with your family and well and i just hope that when i'm gone that you know my children remember what Christmas was to me mm-hmm. and that they continue. They may have different, different, you know, beliefs or whatnot. And, but I just hope they continue that, that idea of what I always wanted their Christmases mm-hmm. to be like, you know, it's, it's so important. And I think <clears throat> that it's very important to give all kids magic and wonder. Right. right. And I mean, that's exactly what it does. Like right. it's, it's funny, you know, you, you kind of, I remember getting to this smart ass, smart ass age where I was just like, Oh, they think they can trick us and mm-hmm. like, Oh, they're just trying to lie to us and it's stupid. And they're trying to get us to believe what they believe in. But it's, you know, it's a lot simpler than that in, mm-hmm. in, in pretty human ways. Right. It's, it's just, we're just trying to install some right. wonder into your life. And, and, I, and life is great with wonder. And, right. And, and, and I and, told Shaylee the other day, I really hope that after I am gone, you mm-hmm. guys still do Christmas like I do, you know, and yeah. still make I it mean, important. Maybe less Christmas trees in the house. Know. You know we what? We do? We do have two. We have oh. one behind oh, the yeah. couch. And you guys have enough one. room that you could have another one. I know. Right. I would have more, but I just... So I'm down to like grow some Christmas trees in the house. However, that works. <laughs> I want to like breathe some like okay. Oil. I want to get the. I roots. actually read something where you could take a pine cone and you could put it in some dirt and then what? you just yeah and then you just water it and eventually 
it'll start sprouting. Oh my gosh. And you could do that in your house. All right. Well, so that's, I think, what we're going to do about right now. Uh, this podcast grow is coming to an cone. end. We're going to go grow a pine cone tree. Next year, <laughs> we'll be opening up our own uh, Christmas tree farm. So stay tuned for that. Um, we'll do a podcast at the farm. So uh, from me and Shaylee and Beth, we want to wish each of you Merry Christmas this week. Merry Christmas. Christmas Day, so. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. So from from me, Shaylee, and Beth in Junkyard Love, we wish you Merry Christmas to your family. And thanks for listening. Thank you. Junkyard Love.